Welcome to the Reality Check Podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. So I'm a bit hesitant to release this and talk about this, but a few of you guys have contacted me wanting to know my take on the recent New Zealand mosque attacks. The reason I'm hesitant to talk about it is because it's clearly highly triggering and clearly distressing and all of those sort of things. And what I talk about here is primarily focused on bettering your mental state, either overcoming anxiety, defeating depression, or, you know, motivating in getting stuff done, following your dreams. So news like this obviously can make you question humanity and can make you feel unsafe and all of that sort of stuff. So I had to decide between whether I was going to talk about it or whether I was just going to ignore it and just not, not, not discuss it on the channel. However, given the fact that the events are clearly going to impact people, I thought it would be my, I thought it would be a good idea to voice my opinions or just share my thoughts because I know for some people they're asking for it. So that means more people will appreciate what I have to say on this topic the people that contacted me actually informed me about it in the sense that I don't watch the news. I don't stay up to date with current affairs primarily because of news like this. I know that somewhere in the world right now, there will be atrocities happening and it's a regular occurrence. Given that I'm in Australia and it was an Australian man and it happened in New Zealand, which is right next door to us, there's obviously going to be a deeper connection and sort of impact upon the general community where I am. You know, it's it's easier for people to disregard similar levels of violence in other countries when those countries speak a different language, are primarily a different religion, or are just not generally on the radar of your own state. It's just what humans are like. We tend to connect with stories more that relate to people and groups that we are more connected with. It makes sense. However, the reason I don't watch the news is because there's stuff happening all over the world all the time with all different groups. And if you think about it, there's a world of, you know, 7 billion plus people. Bad stuff's going to be happening all the time. So given that I take the actions of guarding my mental state by just turning it off and not watching. Now, this is sort of quite poignant to the the footage that has come out of the attack. I haven't watched it. I'm not going to watch it because I don't see a reason to do so in the sense that I know if I was to watch the footage, that's stuff that I can't unsee. I made the mistake when a few years ago when there was an ISIS attack or an ISIS um, execution, for whatever stupid reason, I watched the video and it haunted me. It stuck with me. And since then, I've taken the actions to not watch it and just to step back. And there's a couple of thoughts that immediately come up in the sense that there feels like this obligation to get involved, to comment, to share, to watch, to to learn as much as you can about all of these things that are happening around the world. So when something like this attack happens, 
we almost feel like duty bound to know as much as possible about it and duty bound to watch the footage when we really need to take a step back and go, well, what's the point of me delving deep into this? Now, don't get me wrong. I am tremendously sorry and upset and my condolences are with the families. It's it's a terrible situation, but what does me watching it and knowing about it actually help the situation? What what benefit does my immersing myself in this terrorist act or whatever it's going to be classified as, what does that actually do? Does it actually help me? Does it actually help the families? Does it help stop the situation happening again? Now, I would argue that it doesn't help me in the sense that watching that footage would mess up my mental state. Watching news reportings about it over and over and over keeps would keep re-triggering, right? So I'm I'm highly skeptical that will uh, that investigating into it deeply will help me. Will it help the families of the victims? Most likely not. They won't realize that I'm watching, and unless I choose to take a charitable act because of it, they probably won't ever notice it. Yes, you could reach out on social media. Yes, you could reach out and post, you know, or create an event that's sort of some sort of outreach potentially, but unless you do that, they're not going to know. So then the third one, does it help prevent this situation in the future? Maybe. Now, I would argue that if, for me personally, if I was to see something suspicious, if I was to be uncertain of something, I would take the actions to report it. It might bring up those questions of, you know, gun ownership rights or, you know, freedom of speech or religious freedoms and government crackdowns and all of these sort of like political and sort of philosophical questions might come to mind. So there is an issue that potentially out of that whole debate, something will happen. However, I know myself, I have a limited reach personally, even though I'm getting a following online, my ability to sway public opinion is minimal, if not non-existent, right? And I know that the average person with just living the average life that are seeing these sort of things would have even less reach. So that person probably couldn't make much of a difference in terms of actual practical governmental change. So it probably won't help you to know it. It probably won't help the victims of the families to know it. And you probably won't be able to make much change about it. So other than sort of giving your condolences, which you can do so once you hear about the headline, I'm not sure how deep you should go. I'm, I'm, I'm well aware that this could come across as seeming quite callous or harsh or selfish. However, I know that to delve into it would only cause myself harm and that that would make my ability to help other people diminish. It would make my ability to be a good parent and a good partner and a good family member and a good friend and my ability in my work, it would all drop. Perhaps I'm highly sensitive to this stuff. In fact, I know I am, which is why I've cut the news from my life. So 
all of this summary is basically what I'm trying to say is, is you need to look after yourself in relation to news events. This has just happened and it's terrible and people are going to be debating it for ages. It's going to be going back and forth in the news. Politicians are going to be commenting on it in one way and some will be commenting in the other way. People will use this to push their agenda. And, you know, like people that are on the right wing will push, you will use this as evidence to push their agendas. People on the left wing will push it, use it to push their agendas. Different religions will use it to push their agendas. It's going to be politicized and all of that discussion and debate will cause you to feel sick just Beyond the actual act of, you know, killing people, the actual act of it being dissected and used and manipulated, that itself can be distressing. That itself is a bit disgusting when you think about it. So, that's sort of my initial take on my reaction to it. I tend to avoid these things because it's happening on the news all the time. And when something like this pops up, it's disgusting, it's disgraceful. But I tend to take that stepped back approach and I don't look into it because it just, I don't see any benefit. However, when stuff like this does happen, and for example, when there was the stuff happening in, you know, the, the people in Melbourne running people over with the cars, or if you go, you know, back further, terrorists attack anywhere, it can really make you feel unsafe for obvious reasons. So how do you continue if this is bothering you? The first one I would suggest would be to speak to your therapist. And I'm saying speak to your therapist. I'm assuming you have one. And if you don't, get one. And not just for stuff like this, but because everyone should have someone that they can confide in. Someone that's external to them. Someone that's more than a friend. Not a friend, not a family member, but someone external to you. So you can talk about if this stuff comes up and no one in your family understands or none of your friendship circle understands or you feel too afraid to talk to them or you feel like they'll judge you for talking to them, you've got your therapist, right? I would also suggest that you potentially use writing therapy. Get a book, get a paper, and just write down how you feel about this. Talk it out to yourself. It really does help. If you feel generally anxious or worried or nervous, it's a cliched response, but even though it's cliche, no one actually ever really tries it. Slow, calm, and deep breaths. If you feel your anxiety rising, remove yourself from the situation. Take a minute. And just slowly breathe and just feel the ground through your feet. This is a short-term, in-the-moment idea of how to feel better, but it really does help reduce the anxiety. Another approach I like to consider, and this doesn't really help in light of when something like this happens, but it can help put it into perspective. Look Look outside where you are now. Most people most of the time, are living in complete safety. Most people, most of the time, do not have to worry about food, do not have to worry about terrorism, do not have to worry about war in their country. They don't have to worry about oppression, right? That's the regular reality of most people's lives. When something like this comes into play and they see it in the news and it gets bombarded in the social and it's constant, 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 it can really feel like the amount of this violence is way, way higher than what it is. Now, once again, I do want to say that obviously this doesn't do anything to help the people that it's directly impacted, but that's not who I'm talking to. I'm talking to the general population of Australia, of New Zealand, of the world that will see this and will be impacted by it in the sense that it will make you feel like the world is less safe. This 
you know, obviously this is another notch on the, the world isn't that safe um, side of things. But if you compare that to every day, every instance, and every moment where the vast majority of people are safe, it's a very small percentage. Now, it's hard to think that way when something like this happens, but you need to try. You need to try and put things into perspective for your own sake. You can be outraged. You can be annoyed. You can sign the petitions. You can get political. But for your own sake, step back, realize the actual numbers that are at, that are at play here. So for those people that did connect with me and did want me to share my opinion on this topic, I really do hope that I've sort of given you that light. I, once again, it's, it's disgusting. It's outrageous. I'm, it, it, it's very upsetting. And, and I, I, I just am so terribly sorry for the, the family members of the victims because I couldn't imagine what they're going through.